Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, for a program that you're hoping is successful, when folks can tell stories on you about how you held this guy back from transferring, <laughs> that might keep you from getting a player you want when these stories are out there. So typically this is how it goes in college basketball where, yeah, you do this because you're mad early on or whatever. Maybe the player told you one thing went another way. But ultimately, sometimes after pressure is applied, they buckle. Luke Yaklich is not. And it's, it's you know, I hate it for, for the Memphis basketball team. Petty Hardaway says that uh, Demaria is a key player yep. and could be as good as maybe their their third best player. Hell, maybe he's better than DeAndre Williams. I'm not going that far yet. Those guys, DeAndre Kendrick, they're proven. We'll see what Demaria does at this level. But he could very well be and clearly is uh, 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 an important part of this team because you're going to need scores around Kendrick Davis. Um, listen, we thought common sense would, would prevail. It has not. Apparently Memphis did too, Brad, because I think that is why Memphis had hoped the public pressure and the reporting of this story would 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 make Yaklich fold, and yep. then you don't have to apply for a waiver. Which yeah. in this case, uh, according to this story from the Daily Memphian, they're going to officially submit that waiver today. Yep. Okay. This is the next step of this for those that are just catching up. Uh, many of you already up on it. Uh, now that that UIC will not sign the no participation. Uh, form what Memphis's uh, play is is to to apply for a waiver. Uh, in this case, they're going to do it a mental health waiver to seek immediate eligibility. Some have asked, well, why didn't you do that earlier? Right. I think hell, even I asked Giannato that y- if you knew uh, that they weren't going to you know acquiesce that they weren't going to fold up, why not go ahead and apply for it earlier? Well, I think again in Memphis's case, they thought Yaklich would do what most college basketball coaches do. Yep. And 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 fold in the end and let this kid play. It's 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 ridiculous at this point, especially when you consider how much of a it, it's free agency out there. Yeah, everybody's getting their waivers. Uh, uh, Penny Hardaway obviously having decided to move on for Tyler. Well, what's the right thing? To, you, you, you let you, him go. You signed yeah. the, this form, the no yeah. participation. We're not going to have a scholarship for you. It allows Tyler, who's already used his one-time waiver to mm-hmm. transfer immediately, it allows him to go and play at another school immediately in USF. It's the right thing to do. In this case, I realize. You know, with Penny, he'd made a decision on Tyler. I want to go to a different direction. With Yaklish, no, I want you, Demario Franklin. Yeah. So that's the difference. But again, in the end, it should all be the same. Um, I, I, the question at this point, because it does seem like Yaklich is gonna is not gonna relent here, and it does. Memphis is gonna have to, and hopefully, it's in today. Uh, uh, get this waiver. But the question is gonna be, you know, how much of the season is he missing? 
Do you get back an answer in a week's time, as as uh, Demario Franklin, according to a report from the Daily Memphian, hopes or expects? Yeah. Because because I don't. That that seems an awfully quick turnaround to me. Does Just it, in terms of dealing with some of these situations, yeah. that seems like a quick turnaround. So, so my question is, if it's if it's not a week, which seems unlikely, how far into the season is this going for a guy who clearly could be a very important piece to your team? To me, the to me, throw out the whole case for a second, and is, we don't know the mental no, health waiver det- no. details. So we no, we, no, no. we can't assume the NCAA is just going to uh, rubber stamp this just because they've done everyone else's too. And we won't know those. Yeah. Franklin's father said. By the way, it, not going into that. I am not, never going to defend these guys. I think it should be free agency all the time, especially when it is for coaches. Always, always. That's where I'm at. To be clear, but I'm going to sound like a parent for a second. Is the kid in school right now trying to finish up college so that he can actually be a grad transfer? That would be my number one focus for him right now. And I don't think that's answered in any of these columns yet. Because if he's not... Well, that kid's here. Okay, so he's he's enrolled. That kid is here and practicing. Well, then, if he's enrolled, doesn't he have a chance to... Well, see, you can't grad... Technically, he could finish up his bachelor's and then be a grad transfer, can he? I, I don't know how close he was. I've read a little bit about that, that that was the plan at one point to grad. See, but that's then, where UIC has got you because well, he is contending that, well, I was going to just stay in the fall and use my scholarship and be a grad transfer. Mm-hmm. Okay, but do that now, though, is my thing. Like, are you doing that? I, I mean, can, I don't know. Can he when, when you're enrolled at Memphis and still you're trying to go back and finish up there, and, and especially this late in the game? I'll finish your bachelor's yeah. degree. I was, I would assume. I, I, again, you know, you're not trying to be a technical. 2020, but no. No, I think I, your plan was okay. I've done this the right way. This guy's going to end up releasing yes. me because it's the right thing to do at this point. I mean, he'd be enrolled at two schools. Can you even? Can you be enrolled at two? No, schools? No, what I'm saying for? is, no. They took his scholarship from him, so he wasn't going to enroll there from a scholarship perspective. But he's at Memphis. I don't know who's paying for school if he's not able to be a scholarship athlete. I don't know how that works. I have no idea. Well, you know? he's on he's on here. So he's got a scholarship at Memphis. Yes. So he they just can can't go, play right so now he can go to because college. he doesn't because he doesn't have this non Well, that's right good now news, because right? he's used his one-time yeah. transfer, he he would have to sit out. And that's what Memphis is trying to get thrown out with now a mental well, I hope he's in school. Yeah, mental health get, waiver. Get your bachelor's finished up and be a grad transfer then. I, I guess that's technically what you could do, right? You finish your bachelor's and then you're a grad transfer at Memphis for the second semester? Well, I, th- I, I, I don't, again, I don't know. I don't think he can do that at this point. Okay. Yeah. So that, that ship has sailed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I like I said, I'm never going to defend UIC on this crap, but the problem for Memphis is that UIC is not high-profile enough. Like, you can usually do that threatening thing and, and holding them over a barrel with the public pressure and the Gary Parish tweets that, of the world that, when they're an a, actual real point. school. I, and I'm from Illinois, so I know this school. That's actually a good It's point. a slaw-ass program, I'll be honest with you. Luke Yelich Yaklich is lucky to have the gig because he's got a losing record at a bad school. Like, they've had years where they're good. But nobody goes to UIC basketball games. Everybody cares about Northwestern and Illinois and maybe some of those other schools, but not UIC. So right. the problem he is. He can be a jerk because nobody a, cares. Nobody cares about their team. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares about a team. He likes having the gig. He just took his best player. He's pissed off. And for him, I'm, I'm projecting here. I'm just assuming that, first of all, he's not bound to do a better job like some of these coaches, whether it's Wichita or South Florida. Like he's not going to get a better job. Again, so. I, I don't know how you recruit players successfully when you're, you know, schools that you're recruiting against are going to have this story where look how he treated this player. <laughs> right. Why would you want to? That, that's, an, that's an easy, easy I don't think he's approach concerned. there. I don't think he's I think that tells you why he's doing so poorly at UIC. Uh, and probably will continue to do so. Uh, hopefully for Memphis, this, this waiver attempt will happen relatively quickly. Again, uh, Demaria Franklin's father thinks it could be within a week. 
Uh, I have my doubts. Franklin too. averaged 17.8 points per game last year at UIC, and Penny has called him. I'm reading from part of the story over at the Daily Memphian, uh, the team's third best player. Right. So, so that again, tells you he's awesome. They and they know? they need him based on what we've seen in terms of do you have enough, especially on the perimeter around Kendrick Davis. Right. right now, a lot of that falls on Keontae Kendi. Franklin would help an immense deal with that. It certainly feels like you know with with yeah. how good a with how good a player. Um, that he is. Uh, listen, we got plenty more to get to. Uh, we are already into hour number three, so we're we're overdue for break. The Washington Commanders, Daniel Snyder, are they selling? Uh, an audio clip of the day. We mentioned this yesterday, but we never got to it. Uh, something Deion Sanders said to his football team yesterday in the wake of the shooting death of takeoff of Migos down in Houston. Uh, Jackson State has got a game down in Houston this weekend. I believe it's against Texas Southern. And Dion spoke to his team about that uh, before they headed down. I think uh, you'll be interested to hear it, even though we've already touched on it. Don't turn that dial. Uh, you're listening to Jason and John, 929 FM. Yes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John. Live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. a roof issue, let me tell you who the king is. The guy you need to call is Chris McCullough. Looks like a king, too. Built like a king. Built like Superman. Man will be out on your roof in a jiffy. He'll be taking all the stress out of any situation you've got with your roof. If he's got to have it replaced, he'll do that as he did for John. No out-of-pocket cost in a lot of instances. Going to take care of it. Going to fight for you with your insurance company. In roof issue, one name, McCulley. 487-7096. Voted most popular roofing company, but you know it isn't just roofs. You got renovation questions or ideas or goals you want to build out. I've talked about that patio, that upstairs, all that equity you got. Yeah, want to build that new entertainment center? You call Chris McCulley. His team will be on it in a jiffy. There's nobody better in town. Don't believe me? Go check out all the five-star reviews he's got on Facebook. I told you so at McCulley Roofing and Renovations. You can also check out the website. That's at McCulleyRoofingLLC.com. Again, the number, you need to lock it in. Program it into your phones. 901-487-7096. That's Chris McCulley. 
McCulley Roofing and Renovations. All right, one thirty or so. We got Les Smith, former Fox 13 investigative reporter, and my father calling in from Belize. They got a hurricane coming in there. Yes. But we're going to talk to him about sports and catching up. Uh, that should be uh, fun. But before we do that, uh, typically we like to, around this time to do a nice little audio clip of the day. And before we do, and uh, I'm going to set it up for you. Yeah. Um, takeoff, one-third of the Migos. You probably know the story by now. It's been all over the news. Uh, killed in Houston. In the early morning hours of Tuesday outside of a bowling alley, dice game going on. I've seen the videos, uh, more videos that have come out since. You know, his uncle and fellow Migos uh, member, Quavo, you can see, you know, some talking. You know, there's there's a disagreement. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, this crowd is just, just scattering because shots ring out. Sounds like from two guns. Uh, Takeoff, tragically, is hit near the head. And, and, and pronounced dead at the scene. Uh, we talked about this yesterday with John Martin, the culture, everything else. That, that's, 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 we did that yesterday. Uh, today I want you to hear what Dion Sanders said to his Jackson State team. Uh, first I got of this was John sent it to me yesterday morning. And, again, we had intended to play it yesterday. We got all in this conversation about, about culture and rap and you know having one foot in and, and, and one foot out, that kind of thing. I want you to listen here to what Dion told his team. I'm just sick and tired of the consistency of people that are influential to you are leaving us consistently. That's our rappers. Sooner or later, we got to start changing our addresses, guys. That's an analogy to saying, I know we this, but we ain't that. We got to leave that behind that we once did. And that's what you guys are. Now you guys are Jackson State royalty. You ain't no man. You're not whoever you were a year ago. You're not even who you're going to be a year from now, which is a blessing. But you can't continuously do the things you've always done and expect to get the results. It's going to have to be a change. All of us have gone through drastic changes. Have we coaches? Have we coaches? All of us are still evolving into what God has called us to be, and that's change. You cannot kick it with the same dudes you kicked it with. You cannot kick it with the multitude of women that you kick it with. You cannot associate in the same realms that you associate with. You're going to have to change if you expect change. You can't do it. It's going to come to a time. They can talk about you. They can mock you. They can ridicule you. They can cuss you out. They can clown you, whatever they want. But you're going to have to separate sooner or later. You're going to have to disconnect. Sooner or later, you're going to have to. So get that in your spirit. I'm, I'm, I'm sad because it just seems like it's always us. But we want to say we matter. We want to say we keep it in 100, but it's always us. Now we lose another soldier to some bull jump that when we look back at it, the gentleman going to say that. Now his whole life changed because now he's incarcerated or murdered uh, in, in, in a consequence to what transpired. Because you know how the game is played. And I don't want y'all playing that foolish game because y'all are valuable. To your families, friends, loved ones, and you're valuable to us. All right? Let's think about that. Let's pray for the families. So, um, my initial impression of this was, you know, and Dion's had these videos, whether it was Brittany Renner, who remembers, like, the, <laughs> yeah. she's doing the crystal side chick thing now. Yes. I believe she's P.J. Washington's baby mama. He brought her in to be a speaker. But it was, it, it was, <laughs> it was to, quote, unquote, you know, school his kids, yeah. school his players, 
but it also went viral, right? I mean, that's the <laughs> thing about Dion. Just about everything he right. does goes viral. And when you're talking about Takeoff's death, you know, in in the wake of this, and as you know, as soon as he did it, I mean, this was yesterday. Yeah. Takeoff had been killed earlier in the morning. Right, it's going to make headlines. And they're fixing to go to Houston, yeah, and and they're going to Houston. He also said somewhere in there. I don't know if I heard it though, but that the the kids are staying in the hotel. Like you're not uh-huh. going out you're while not leaving the hotel while we're down in Houston. But his larger point was what you heard him state over and over again yeah. that you cannot kick it with the same dudes that you kicked it with in the past. That you know that that hundred percent. Yeah, I'm down. I'm 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 all the way in. Mm-hmm. It ain't worth it. And yes, you will be, and I'm using his words, they will talk about you, they will ridicule you, they will clown you for you ain't the same, right? You 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 blew up and you you got out of it. I keep thinking about Dolph or some probably some that said, Well, you've moved on from Memphis, because I think at the time he's living in Atlanta, right? Yeah. And you ain't Memphis no more. Probably heard stuff like it ain't worth it in the sense that these guys are celebrities in the sense that everywhere they go, take off Migos, all of them, as popular as they are, it creates a scene everywhere they go. Yes. So when you get to that level, like we were touching on yesterday, Brad, you, you, you graduate. You know, if, if, and I, I hate this because, again, it's, it, you know, it's going to happen. You can't, you can't say, hey, 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 you know, don't go be hanging out after 3.30, you know, in, in public, when you, and, and it, all of a sudden we're all doing it. it that's not going to happen. But my point is, is, is exactly what I said yesterday is what, is what Dion reiterated to those kids was there's got to be a line. At some point, forget the, no, I'm still 100% down. Like, I'm still one of y'all. Right. You graduate from that, and you have to leave that behind. And, and frankly, I'm applying it here in this situation with takeoff and, you know, why are you out in public 3.30? Nothing good comes out of that time. Y'all play, you know, and I, it looks like takeoff is just innocent bystander. Quavo was the one arguing. You know, there, there's that part of it, too. But mm. at, at, at some point, and this is – this is all walks of life, not just rappers and celebrities. We have to cut off what we once did, right? Yeah. Th- th- those things because, again, uh, how to put this? Like you become a man. You become a uh, – uh, and I'm using that as from the Bible, childish things, all that. Y'all, yeah. y'all, y'all know that. I'm not going to hit you over the head with the Bible. But my point is you, you graduate to a certain point. I think about myself. There are friends in my past, um, and I've heard Doc Holliday talk about this. You know, Doc's got friends, close friends that are in jail. Yeah. Right? If you came up in Memphis, it wasn't very far from you. If you came up in Memphis City School, many of you, not all listeners, but many of you, and probably you had some friends that got involved in some stuff. And, hell, you know, early on when I was super impressionable and and, and more of a follower than what I think of myself now, which is leading in my own little way, my household, whatever I've got to do, I was one of those guys, man. That would uh, uh, do the wrong thing if led that direction, right? Because I know where the hell I was going. But my point is, at some point, you realize, and, and maybe it was, you know, getting back into school, my professional career. You got to cut some of that off. You can't still hang with them, dudes, because you are something. As Dion said, you are something different now. It's part of your evolution. Sure, it's part of your DNA too. Where you came from, it's part of what made you you. Probably part of the reason you you're there is because of how hungry you were to get out. Right, how tough a situation it was in a lot of these instances. But but that's my point, Brad, is that in it, it ain't just rap and celebrities and, and sort of, you know, stepping away from what could be day. It's all of us in yeah. all walks of life cutting off those friends that back in the day that we had to because you know what? This 
uh-uh, I can't go down that route anymore. And so back to the point, when I first see this, I think about, you know what, Dion going to go viral again. Man, yeah. I mean, he's so, you know, he's so smart with this in terms of people going to see this, it's going to go viral, and, and Deion Sanders down at Jackson State looks like a leader. He is a leader, though. That's the thing. That's my, that was my second impression is I listened to what he said. I didn't just think about Dion o making headlines again. I listened to what he said. That is a leader. That's a dude who is trying to get young men to see differently. To, to, to see the mistakes and learn from them. And you can't do anything but respect that. As much as I've worried about Jackson State post-Dion, HBCUs post-Dion. Mm-hmm. And I say post-Dion because we all know at some point he's going to move on. Right. Hell, he's made that pretty clear. Like if Florida State comes calling, he's going to be gone. So, so initially my concern is, okay, you're good for Jackson State right now. Right. Will it? What will it be like when you're gone? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, are, are you still going to recruit to this level? Will there still be as much attention on the HBCUs? Or did we just go back to what it used to be? I've stopped having those concerns. Yeah. Because, yeah, listen, Dion's going to continue to rise. He's done good things at Jackson State. But what I see is more than just a guy who's trying to make headlines as a football coach. I see a guy who's trying to change minds. I can't do anything but respect that. There was a time in my life where I thought Dion just a talker, talker, talker. Sure, uh, excellent lockdown corner. Uh, not much of a leader, though, in terms of uh, societally. You know, and, but look at what he's doing with those young men down at Jackson State. I saw that. I, I stopped with my preconceived notions, and I listened. And I loved what I heard. I absolutely loved what he told those young men. Because, again, we'll tell you as parents, you know, we'll tell our kids, you, know, you can't be around those bad influences, all that. But it's not until it dawns on on you, right? They can. Yeah. It's almost when they tell you that hell, you're more likely to right. go with them. Yeah. But at some point, it has to dawn on you that you know what I got to separate myself. And again, this ain't black and white. Yeah. Uh, in, in this instance, again, it looks like innocent bystander. There, there was a boxer who was standing right next to him, didn't get shot at all. In this instance, Quavo's the one arguing. He didn't get hit. I mean, I, I wish to death that that those bullets had all missed everybody. Ended up hitting three people, but. Uh, take off the one that, that died. But my point, man, what you doing out at 3.30 in public in a situation where folks can get at you like that? Yeah. Where, where, where stray bullets can be flying around. Like, you, you done did too much. You, you know, if, if you got to, you know, do those kinds of things, man, y'all got, en- y'all got enough, man. You do that out of the public and yeah. out, away from, is the point I was making with John, it only takes one jealous dude or, or, or woman in that point, but one jealous person. You know, to show you how fragile life is. Yeah. One jealous person that doesn't care, doesn't value life, and 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 look at what it's done it's to over. Migos. Yeah. I can't imagine being in Quavo's shoes. That is your nephew. Ugh. Hold on, that's your nephew. You see the videos. He was the one in the beef, not takeoff. Right. Think about living with that, Brad. Think about living with that. But my. You know, and that's a that that's the worst. That's the most tragic lesson of all, right? You you, you got to lose somebody before you're like, no, no, no. I just don't. I don't need to be in those public situations at 3:30 a.m. anymore. Tragic as it gets, um, but hopefully, you know, whether it's me and John and you talking about it and one person listening, or more importantly, people leaders like Deion Sanders saying it to a group full of young men, we can. Uh, yeah, well, we so can, how many we times can, we can create some sort of you know, again a. Yeah. I don't say a thought movement, but a change. I a like change it. in the approach. It, yeah. It's all about Brad, it all goes back to I gotta be real. Yeah. I gotta be real with my homies. I can't just I can't just blow up and then I forget about them because then they're gonna call me a sellout or I forgot, you know. And and, and as Dion, it ain't worth it. Yeah, you gotta move on from that. It's not worth it. Yeah, you gotta move on from it. There are better things ahead. Yeah. So well, you've got to cut it off. It's particularly important to tell, and I got a teenager, 
teenagers this message. I don't care what race you are, because if you get mixed up in the wrong crowd, uh, it, the, the sad thing, though, is it happens more for black young men, it seems. You better believe it. And I think that's why Dion has a real opportunity here, and for him to do well, this at Jackson State is that, it's, that's it's, great, it's, it's be, perfect. Because he's talking to that, that group of young black men who are more likely to be in situations like that. That's just the real. That's it. So you're, it. Absolutely, you're absolutely These are right. teenagers, you know, and they, they need it. They need to get fed because <laughs> – you know, yeah, a lot Dion of people, is you feeding may, them. No, you're, you may I not, love the way you, may, you put that. You may not He's pick church to get them. fed, but this is real stuff. Yeah, man. That it's not religious even. This is real street stuff that teenagers need to learn. Yep. And so for Dion to feed these young men, man, I, and I hope the next coach at Jackson State watches that and goes, you know, when I go to Jackson State and I replace Dion inevitably, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. I'll do that. You know. I respect the mess out of it. And like I said, Dion pouring more than just football uh, into those young men. Hopefully coaches are all across the, you know, coaches, teachers, everything else. Uh, this is a message that is worth, you know, putting out there. Uh, it, it's certainly a message that our, our, our young people in all walks of life, again, where, you, you know, you got this story about a rapper, but it's all of us in terms of cutting off the past, right? Especially when it's, you know, something that could lead you down the wrong uh, path. Uh, we'll move on. Les Smith, my father, I'm very excited about this. I haven't talked to him since we were down in Belize uh, back in October now. Yes, we have turned the page to November. He's going to join us. I've mentioned uh, a little concerned about him uh, because he's got a hurricane bearing down on him. That is not hyperbole. Hurricane Eesh. Lisa is, is about to hit Belize. I think more Belize City than where my dad is. We'll make sure he's safe first off, and then we'll get into some fun stuff like Tennessee, Georgia, what went on with the <laughs> NFL trade deadline. How, how tuned in is dad to Ja Morant? From Belize. Uh, we'll ask him when we get back. You listen to Jason and John, 929 FM, ESPN. Drives the baseline, and he reverse jams. Oh, Santi Aldama pulling one out on the bag of tricks with a big-time dunk. Tonight, the Memphis Grizzlies take on the Portland Trailblazers. Free game with Gary Darby at 830. We'll have the tip at 9 o'clock with Eric Hasseltine. Blazers and Grizzlies. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. His name's Les Smith. You might have heard of him. He's a longtime investigative journalist for Fox 13. Before that, sportscaster in Memphis. We came to Memphis in the early 80s. My dad did to be a sportscaster at Channel 5. He's now retired, living life down in Belize. We visited him recently last month. It was great to see him. Great to hear him now. Dad, before we get started. Yes, hey, it's good to hear you calling in from Belize. Number one, love you. Number two, the most important question is: You have a hurricane literally bearing down on you. Yeah, we are about an hour and a half away from it striking land, uh, somewhere between forty miles north of us and Belize City, which is four hundred miles north of us. But we're going to get the remnants. We're going to get a lot of rain, six to ten inches over. The next hour, no, well, I'd say probably over the next uh, half day through the night into early Thursday morning, it moves to Mexico. Mm. Well, thank goodness it's not hitting you directly. I guess that, I mean, we, 
uh, for, for our listeners that don't know, when I went down, saw you in early October, we were coming off the remnants of a hurricane. And what you, y'all got like eight and a half inches of rain in one day. So I can't imagine how much this yeah. is going to be much closer to uh, this category. One was it Hurricane Lisa? Yeah, Hurricane Lisa. That's the name they're giving it. That is your that is your uh, wife's course, name, my, sir. Uh, yes, that is crazy. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we probably not, not go there. I'm already made enough jokes. He doesn't like them anymore. So, so tell me this: what, what does batting down the hatches look like for where you're living in Belize? I, I've explained. I've I've described. Uh, to Jeff and some others since I got back, sort of uh, how you're living and what it's like. But but in terms of what what do you do? Do y'all cl- you know can you can you lock up the windows in terms of really being safe? What can you what do you do here? Well, it, it's about the same as uh, anybody will expect to uh, uh, waiting a, a tornado. I mean, you go out uh, number one, get all your necessities, all your shopping done, and water and uh, toilet paper and and all these things because you, you never know down here because our uh, power system is not the, the greatest power system that exists in the world. Uh, so it's uh, probably going to go out at some point. We've already been told that at 6 o'clock uh, this afternoon uh, they're going to be cutting the water off until 6 a.m. in the morning. Mm. So Good Lord. You got, you've got to be ready for stuff like that when you live in a country that's ill-equipped for these kind of disasters. I mean, this is, this is the third uh, Category 1 storm that uh, we have uh, been involved in or will be involved in. Uh, the other two uh, pretty much brushed us. Uh, Hurricane Earl was the second one, and it brushed us as one and then went straight up north and hit Texas and, and caused major damage up there. So we, we've kind of been lucky. We've got a, kind of got a curse thing going on, like, or a blessing curse going on, like in Memphis with the bluff. Yep. Uh, we sit underneath Mexico. So most of the stuff usually bounces off us and heads up to Mexico. And that's what's going to happen here, only this time it looks like we're the ones who are going to take the brunt of the storm directly when it, when it hits land. Well, um, you, you sound positive. I'm still going to pray for you that you guys are, are, are all safe. Let me ask you this question, man. I think our listeners would be, would be curious to hear your answer, especially considering how long you lived here, uh, the way you covered the town. You've been down in Belize for seven years now, Dad, right? Is it seven? Yeah, going on seven and a half. Yeah. If I were to ask you what you miss most about Memphis, now obviously you ain't missed it enough to come back, you're happily retired in Belize, been down there seven years. But if I told you, right. if I asked you what you miss most in terms of this city, uh, covering it the way that you did as closely as you did, uh, what would be your answer? The flavor of the city and the people. Uh, the determination of people, uh, the, the happiness uh, that we have when you could walk down the street and still smile at people and all those things, that takes place down here. It's one of the reasons why I'm down here. We, mm-hmm. We're not pressured by crime down here. Uh, you know, there are a lot of good things to live in where we're living. But in Memphis, yeah, it's, it's the people. I mean, just the whole atmosphere, the grit and the grind thing and having a professional basketball and, all these places you can go and do in different restaurants. 
uh, you know, we don't have McDonald's down here. Sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night and, and you want a big, a big Mac or something. That triple cheeseburger. Like yeah, that that yeah, Mac double you can't happen. get down there. You can't get that. You can't get a McRib. You can't get anything from Arby's or anything like that. But, you know, they have, there's still a, a good variety of food down here that's uh, diverse from Chinese to uh, Jamaican to all kinds of stuff. But in terms of a real good burger or a real good steak, that's what I miss the most. <laughs> yeah. They got cows down here, but it's tough meat. Tough yeah. I bet it is. <laughs> They're a little tougher down there, huh? Oh, yeah. Them cows a little tougher down there. Angus. Yeah, they're tougher. They're Angus cows, and that's that's some tough meat to put a fork into. I'm telling you that. I, we tried it every which way, sautéed everything else, but still a little tough. So, yeah, I miss a good old steakhouse. Something like that, man, I could go for that in a hot sec. Well, let me ask you this, because you, you mentioned the people. One of the people now, and I suppose uh, in a way you're on the outside looking in at this, considering you've been down there seven years, is John Morant. I just, I just wonder, Dad, being down in Belize, um, you know, you, you don't have the pulse necessarily. You can't feel mes- maybe not the, the excitement level. Maybe you see it through the TV. But I'm just curious about your impressions of what Memphis has in, in John Morant because, Dad, it does feel – and, and I know you've picked up on this. It, it feels special. It feels it feels like Penny. It, this guy's about to get a signature shoe. Kids follow him. They look up to him. There's a buzz around the Grizzlies because of him. Uh, what have just been your impressions of, of what the Grizzlies have in John Moran? What Memphis has in John Moran? Well, well, the word is magic. I mean, it, the, just to watch the guy. We've seen uh, a couple of games down here uh, since the regular season has started. Uh, you'd be surprised uh, by the international uh, television programming down here. They show a lot of NBA games, and the okay. Grizzlies are among the teams they show a lot. Uh, so we've seen, uh, we saw them the other night against Utah in the first game they played against them, uh, and we've seen a, a couple of other games. They're four and three right now, right? Is that yes, it? correct. You're all over it. Four and three. Lost two straight to Utah, but uh, you still feel pretty good. Remember, no Jaron Jackson yet, so they played without him. Oh, I don't, I, you know, everybody gets off to slow starts. I mean, if you look at the NBA East, my God, it's all three and four and <laughs> three and three and, and some even worse records than that. So I'm not worried about the Grizzlies. I, I, I think that what I'd like to see from them is uh, some kind of consistent three-point shooting because I think they're going to need it. Uh, down the stretch, when you play some of these, some of these teams that really know how to how to shoot the threes, and uh, but I'm not worried about them. I think they're going to go back to uh, the top of the division again. They got to get the rebounding, and they've got to get consistency. I think sometimes they have lulls, from what I've seen, uh, where you know they're they're looking for Morant to do one on ones, or they're just laying back, and they're almost like just observers rather than participators. But you've got enough talent on their team to where that doesn't have to happen. And he becomes, yes, a centerpiece of the action, but he doesn't have to be all the action. They've got a lot of good young players that are very exciting, very fun to watch, and they wouldn't have gotten as far last year as they did uh, if they hadn't had those players working together and gaining consistency. It's going to come in time. It's a long season, 82 regular games. So I wouldn't worry about them. 
Sound like the old sportscaster in you coming out there. I heard a lot of coach speaking there, a lot of sportscasters speaking there. All right, you you used to do a you used to do a segment for us that you retired from as well, and and you'd earned it uh, called Bets from Belize. I ain't gonna throw a bunch of games at you, but just as an old throwback to the past, and my gosh, what a game it is! What a game we hope it will be. Who you got in Tennessee at Tennessee Georgia in that Tennessee Georgia game? Who you got? Oh, I've got Tennessee. Uh, 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 Hendon Hooker. Hendon uh, Hendon Hooker. Man, you taking it right back. You taking it right back to the segment where you used to mess up the SEC quarterback's first name. So it's beautiful, Dad. It's like we picked up right where we left off. Hendon Hooker, maybe your Heisman winner. The main thing is, the main thing is he doesn't mess up. That's right. The guy is phenomenal. And I saw, I watched Georgia uh, last week. Uh, and they and they let those guys uh, let Florida get Florida. back in the game yeah. against them there for a little bit. Yep. Uh, uh, I think Michigan. Come on, they only play Ohio State. That's the only one that really counts. Yeah, they beat Penn State, but then Penn State also lost to Ohio State. I, I think it's the, the. I've never seen. We haven't had. I'm saying we like I went to Tennessee, but I like UT this year. Uh, the kind of wide receiver. Activity. I mean, this dates back to the days when, when UT was really putting out great wide receivers. Oh yeah, and they've got them this year. Tillman, Hyatt, and, and that's yes, what, sir. I'm with you. Yeah, that, that's what's making a difference. And I think Georgia can be beaten. Uh, I think I think Hooker can can throw that ball. He he seems to sense blitzes and rushes, which is is what Georgia does, and he can flip that ball out quick. He doesn't hang on to it. He can also, most importantly, make a decision when to get out of that pocket and when to run. Yeah. And that is so important. I mean, just ask Justin Fields. Just ask Justin Fields. <laughs> uh, and you, and you, take yeah. me, you, you take me right to where I was going. I'm not going to have you on without our listeners hearing some of what sounded like some real excitement about what the Bears did yesterday in terms of trading one of their two second rounders for Chase Claypool. You like it? I like I like it. I love the pick. I, it hurt my heart that the Bears gave away uh, Roquan Smith mm-hmm. because I think he was going to be a, a, a stalwart guy for a long time to come. He would have joined that elite set of Bear linebackers who you know made history and made the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He probably will do it eventually with uh, the Baltimore Ravens if he stays that long. But no, I mean I understand that you've got to start. Uh, you have to look at that the draft picks or the free agents that are available next year, and there aren't that many wide receivers or guys in the free agent pool uh, that that are available. I think this is a great first step with with Claypool. You got the size on him; he's got the speed. He can help to release Mooney uh, on the outside, and maybe Mooney will be able to get downfield a lot better and a lot easier and get some big shots. Right. And Justin Fields is opening it up. So that's the main thing. It shows the confidence that the Bears have in Justin Fields. He's finally coming around. The light bulb has come on. And I think he realizes what he's capable of doing, especially running the ball, but also I think with his passing it's going to develop when he gets maybe another big wide receiver to go with Claypool and Mooney. Uh, I think the Bears are going to take off offensively. Defensively, it's going to take some time to rebuild, right. mostly through the draft. 
Uh, last thing I got for you, Dad, and listen, again, we're going to pray for you, hope that you're safe and, and get through this. Uh, just it's, it's NFL. Is, is anybody beating the Bills? It, it looks so complete to me, Dad. They just look like a, a team of destiny. I know the Dolphins got them earlier, and I like what the Dolphins did adding Chubb, but Josh Allen looks ready to win a, a Super Bowl. You think, you think the, the Chiefs or somebody goes up there and knocks them off, or the Bills, the Bills winning it all in the end? I think that I think the Chiefs have a shot at uh, knocking off the Bills, but I like the Bills to go. But it's the Philadelphia Eagles that can. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Jalen Hurts. Yes. Jalen Hurts. When you saw him in Alabama and you saw him in Oklahoma, did you think, okay, well, this is a guy that's going to make a big splash in the NFL? I didn't think so. But my goodness, he is. He is now rolling, like I used to say, uh, rolling like a big wheel in a Georgia cotton field. (laughs) He is doing everything right. And so I think it's going to be, I think you're looking at Buffalo, and I think you're looking at uh, Philly, uh, which could be a a pretty interesting uh, Super Bowl game. Yeah. I'm glad you touched on Philly. A.J. Brown can make you look great. You know, he makes you look great even on a bad throw. Like, they've got the weapons with him and Smith. Their offensive and defensive lines are among the best in the NFL. They, you're right. I mean, they're a complete team, too. Uh, Jalen Hurts has certainly proven oh, that. Don't, 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 go ahead. don't get me started on why the Titans let go A.J. Brown. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God. But, but weirdly, weird, I'm with you 100%, but weirdly they're back to their winning ways, just running Derrick Henry. They've, they've won five in a row. I, I was with you 100%. Looks like they're still going to win the division, Dad, because the Colts are inept. Yeah, the Colts are really in that. Um, I watched Ellinger. He was uh, fairly decent. Uh, and, and granted, I mean, uh, Washington basically stole that game. Uh, the, the kid that plays quarterback for them to fill in. Uh, uh, Heineke. Heineke. Yeah. Heineke. Heineke should be the starter. My goodness. <laughs> he, he wants he to be. so much enthusiasm. Yeah. He's a fighter. I know you that know? about him. Yeah, he's a fighter. I, I got a, a lot fighter, of respect for him. He never gives up. No question. Yeah, no. I do too. Well, man, listen, I I, I so appreciate you doing this. You know I was flying solo in here today. Appreciate the call this morning, man, because it came right on time. And we'll be be praying for you, brother, that you get through this storm. Thank you, Dad. Love you. Uh, All right. Love you, too. And uh, we'll we'll be making it. We're fine. All right. He is Les Smith, former investigative reporter for Fox 13. He's my dad. You can probably hear the emotion in my voice. Uh, hope they get through this pretty easy, man. It's fun talking football with Dad. How was the trip down there uh, a couple weeks ago? It was good. It was eye-opening in the sense that I saw why Myron Lowry, you know, former uh, interim mayor here, yeah, city council, I, I saw him. I saw why he, you know, he he turned around and hightailed it out of there after going to visit Dad because <laughs> that where Dad is, it is third world, brother. It's like, not, like not said, a lot of high-end accommodations, as I take so it. So one night we're at the the outside basketball court, and uh-huh. at nine o'clock they there's a there's a they're running a training session for kids at nine p.m. Okay, and uh-huh. and so Chris of course sees it. Yeah, he's all into it. He's playing right now. He's like, Dad, can I go get in the in the drills? Okay, I'm like, sure, go get with the Belizean kids. You know, some yeah. of them are the kids of expats, so you got a nice little mix of kids, mix it up. white kids, Belizean yeah. kids, bunch of everything. Chris goes in, gets into the drills, and Brad. The lights go out. Oh, boy. I mean, at the court, all over the little city of Placencia, oh, like the, the little town we're in, yeah. the electric oh, goes geez. out. It's pitch black, and the kids start screaming. 
And hell, my wife's on one side of me. She doesn't know what the hell's going on. I don't. I I forgot huh. that my dad said there are power outages, occasional and planned at times. Uh-huh. Power outages in that city. But what everybody's screaming. You don't. I couldn't see my kid because it's that. It was that. Right, it's black, black that night. Yeah. And so back to back to my point. It's third world, bro. Yeah. So you better be prepared for that. And again. Dad being south of Belize City, you got to take that little propeller hopper that I yeah, told you yeah. about down here. That's scary enough in itself. But, you know, he said something that I realize now. It's why he's still down there. there there's enough, you know, expats, whatever it is, down there that it's like Zinnies in Midtown yeah, yeah. where Dad came, you know, where we were basically raised up in that. Some connection I, I told there. Jeff this. It's yeah. sort of like, you remember the. the yeah, the cheers. You remember Everybody cheers? knows your name. You've yeah. heard me yeah. say this. Absolutely. That's why. Yeah, I told it. It's, it that when Dad went yeah. in, it was like Norm. It was like, Les is here. And he has some of that feeling down yeah. there in Belize. That's so, good. There's connection no, there. Dude, yeah. I'm so grateful just for the yeah. chance every time I get to talk to him. And I'm, I'm grateful that you Thanks listeners bringing him on. Uh, put up with Mr. Les Smith today. We'll be back to wrap it up. Got plenty to do. You're listening to Jason John, 929 FM ESPN. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 